of course, some things are not my fault. Not everything is my fault. But when it comes to me and my own performance and how I show up and the excuses I'm making and my commitment and my consistency, I'd like to think that's more on me than anybody else. And I think that that's hopefully the conversation everyone can have with themselves. Are you maximizing what this life is that you're given? Are you doing all you can with all you have based on the level of belief that you have? And if you can say wholeheartedly without ego, the answer is yes, then hell yeah. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,288, What Belief is Really Running You Today, for episode number 1,289, One Important Conversation to Have with Yourself. So, very early in this journey, I didn't believe in myself as I have worked tirelessly, tirelessly every single day for the last six years to believe in myself. A new problem emerges when you believe in yourself, you have more responsibility. The more belief you have in something, the more responsibility you have in that thing to make sure you're getting up and getting after it. So somebody asked me the other day, and I get these questions very often when I go on shows, how do you, when you're not feeling it, what do you do? And how do you make sure you're stay, you stay focused on the goals and all, all those questions? And I'm not saying those are bad questions. It's just when you get them so many times, you have to figure out what's a really valuable way to answer this. That's not just a cut and paste answer of, well, you know, yeah, every day I wake up and I just, I'm just so hungry for it. Every day I'm hungry. I'm just, you know, I'm never full. It's like, well, no, I, I am full often. So this is what I've started saying. I have an agreement with myself. I have a conversation with myself very often and it is very simple. Now, I want to preface with if you're struggling to believe in yourself, this will not resonate yet, but it can resonate in the future and it, it can resonate to a, a level. Either I do what is deemed necessary to accomplish my goals or I do not get the result. And then I said on this interview, I said, look, I am out of shape right now. One Compared to where I want to be, I'm not in good shape. Why? It's not the business's fault. It's not Alan's fault. It's not Taryn's fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. I haven't been going to the gym. It's my fault. It's my responsibility. With the belief I, I've gained, you and I are going to be giggling on this episode. Hmm. With the belief I have gained, I've also gained an understanding that it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. And this is the thing. If you don't believe in yourself, you don't have that problem. I think it's a quality problem to have. You probably have it way more than I because you've had way more self-belief than I have. But I think that's the important conversation is at one point in your life, maybe you didn't feel like you could accomplish your goals because you didn't believe you could accomplish your goals. Okay. I 1000% empathize. I spent most of my life there. As you start to believe in yourself more, as you start to build confidence and self-belief and you start to understand your self-worth and everything starts to kind of come together the way it should, then you have to have that conversation of, oh, wait, now I have somewhat of an understanding of what must happen in order for me to accomplish this goal. 
either I decide to do it or I decide, we did an episode recently on two of the most powerful words you can say to yourself, I decide that I'm not going to do this. I know podcasting every day is the way we are going to grow the business and help more people and everything's going to be great. If we miss, that is because Alan and I decided. We said, you know what? We do believe this is the most important thing for us to do, but let's just not today. Let's just not do it today. I don't, I'm not feeling it today. It's that. It's that honest conversation. Now, again, if you are somebody who struggles to believe in yourself, that won't necessarily resonate, but I think you can hold yourself accountable to the level that you believe in your ability to accomplish something. Well, let me ask you a question because when you didn't believe in yourself, this is what I think is happening. Everyone listening, think of something you know with 10 out of 10 certainty you can accomplish. I use the analogy of going to Subway and getting a Subway sub. Subway. So if you have a Subway near you, that, that can work. Getting Subway for dinner, do we all agree is 10 out of 10 doable if you have a Subway near you? If you Kev, have you have a Subway near you? Uh, do I have a Subway near me? Probably. I can't. I don't know off the top of my head. You got Taco Bell last night, right? Damn right I did. Okay. <laughs> All right. How certain are you if you really wanted? Can't mm. <laughs> be funny. How certain are you if you really wanted that you could yeah. get Taco Bell tonight? Ten out of ten. Okay. That's because there's a Taco Bell. What? Ten minutes away. Yeah. Okay. Ten minutes away. You audioed me in the car yesterday. I knew you. I was like, Why are you in the car? I know you're not at the gym. Taco Bell. at nine thirty at night, man. He's you like get Taco, Taco Bell. Get Taco Bell. So he's 10 out of 10 certain he believes in his ability to get Taco Bell at level 10. Now if you now you have to decide consciously, I'm not getting Taco Bell tonight. Right. It's that same idea. He believes that he has a car. He believes his credit card will work, he, which wasn't always the case. Okay. Uh, he believes that there's a Taco Bell open and available, right? There's all these beliefs underneath. But my point is, is that there's no downside to not taking action when you don't believe that it's possible. If you believe you can be a doctor and you end up and you really believe it, you really know you could if you really wanted to, okay? And then you end up, I don't know, in a job you don't like, you're going to it's always going to haunt you that you're not a doctor because you know that you know that you know that you know that you could be if you wanted to. That's the downside of self-belief. It's worth it. Don't get me wrong. Self-belief is incredible. But there's this huge responsibility when you know that you can change people's lives and then you don't, it eats away at you. You know, it's a superpower, but it's also, it comes with a lot of responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. There's that great quote from the Spider-Man movie. The very first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie way back in the early 2000s, man. I remember. I actually have seen that one, believe You have not. seen that one? It's yeah. a good one where he got jacked overnight randomly. Well. Um, and, you know, in hindsight, maybe not that jacked, but... Um, with great power comes great responsibility. And when you do believe in yourself, it, it does. All of a sudden, it's it's more difficult to let yourself down because now you know what you're leaving on the table. And so what I would ask you, Kev, is what was it like not to have that? It's almost like there's nothing you're leaving on the table in a way, right? You've said many times ignorance isn't bliss. It kind of is. I mean, yeah, it, it's bliss that comes back to bite you in the butt later. But right. yeah, no, there. I mean... When you don't believe something is possible, it doesn't really hurt to not try. I mean, it does eventually. It's almost like, um, it's kind of like death by a thousand cuts. Because you kind of let yourself down, but you're not really letting yourself down because you don't actually believe you can do it, but it kind of sucks and it kind of hurts. And then that becomes this kind of conundrum for a long period of time. And then I think you end up later in life. At rock bottom. Potentially, or at least resenting people that 
did believe they could do it and then started or or maybe didn't believe they could do it but started small incrementally i you think that's why people i think not, not you but not me people? but the, yeah, is the that collective. what happens i i would say probably i mean if you think about uh i've i've said this this kind of example before jokingly but i i was i don't remember where i was working i think i was working in connecticut and at the time i was in very 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 good shape and i was outside getting ready for the gym and i had a tank top on i might have been shirtless i don't i don't know and somebody came up to me and he was like i used to look just like you and it's kind of a running joke that alan and i have of like i don't know man I don't know if you did. And I'm not saying you didn't, but like I get that a lot and I don't know how you look so much different now. Now I'm starting to understand because when you stop going to the gym, things start to go the other way. So yeah, maybe maybe you did. And I don't, I don't want that to be an, any ego thing. But if that person, say that person was miserable and I looked successful in fitness, what are they going to do? They're probably going to villainize me. Yeah. Instead of what? Okay. Instead of owning I believe that if I kept doing what I was doing, I could have ended up there too. Which is why when you see when you see younger guys in the gym that are jacked, yeah, you don't villainize them. No, no, because they earned that. But I also have. Where do I have the most belief? Not I, honestly, transparently, vulnerably, I don't have the most belief I've ever had in the gym right now because I haven't been spending as much time there. But makes sense. I I have belief there, so it's like, yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Has that been harder for you now that you're not as good? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's still my natural. My natural is still like, hell yeah, good for you. But I'm not as... Abundant. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, it's almost like I don't feel... We, we did an episode on fitting in. It's like, I don't feel like I fit in as much as I used to because I used to be like one of the stronger dudes at the gym. And I'm just not, I'm not as strong as I once was, but okay, cool. Full circle. I, I told Alan, I was like, Hey, I'm going to start, I'm going to go to physical therapy. I need to go to physical therapy. I need to get my shoulder looked at and my neck looked at yeah. because that's the, that is the, the root cause of why I'm not going to the gym. Cause every time I do, I feel my body is broken. I wake up the next day and it feels like I get hit by a truck. The conversation I had with myself is Kev, how many times are you going to say you're going to book a physical therapy appointment and not do it? Mm -hmm. This is on you, man. This is of this isn't on anybody else. Yes, your neck hurts. Cool. I'll honor that. I'll give myself grace. Yes, your shoulder hurts. Cool. I'll honor that. I'll give myself grace. Go to the effing physical therapist. Like you said, you've that's the problem. The problem is you're not, you know what you should be doing. You're just not doing it. Right. Then I had that conversation with myself and I booked an appointment. And now I have, I don't know what it is, three or four. They wanted me to go twice a week. And I was like, look, insurance isn't covering this right now. So I don't want to spend, my, yeah. I don't want to spend $300 a week to go to physical therapy. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. not what we're trying to do right now, but good for you for setting a boundary on that. Because I, I know in the past we get rental cars. You want the insurance? <laughs> yes. Just, we, <laughs> we have need to all. have, yeah, we need all. We need yeah, all. Give me so, the, and buy the car, you know, buy the car. While you're at <laughs> it's it. funny. But, but that came from me having a conversation of like, yeah, it, it's great that work, uh, th that the business is growing and I'm working a lot. That's awesome. Great. Very happy about that. It's it's awesome that Tara and I spend every Sunday together. Awesome, great. Get your ass together, though. Like that's on you, Kev. That's not anybody. That's not on anybody else. It's my own fault. Now, here's the interesting thing. I would rather have that conversation with myself than have any other conversation with myself because if it's Alan's fault, it can't be my responsibility. 
if it's Alan's fault, I can't, well, Alan, I, I don't know, man, you know, you and I have to have a conversation. I can't get to the gym. It's not Alan's fault. Cause if you give away fault, you give away responsibility. Now, last thing before I kick it to you, of course, some things are not my fault. Not everything is my fault, but when it comes to me and my own performance and how I show up and the excuses I'm making and my commitment and my consistency, I'd like to think that's more on me than anybody else. Just meeting the people that there are to meet at Next Level Live made it worth it all on its own. Uh, everybody there is incredibly supportive. Everybody there is um, not just strong, but also vulnerable and open and also humble about how they're doing and where they're at in life, as well as where they've come from. Uh, so no, at any point, you don't feel um, intimidated or like you're lacking or like you're not as good as anybody else because everybody has been at some point where you are and everybody just wants to see each other thrive and do the best that they can. I, uh, I recently came to an understanding that yeah, I'm just going to share this very, very bluntly on the podcast, for lack of better phrasing. If you can't take ownership for your own outcomes, you you also can't transform them. Like, within reason, our results are our own responsibility, yeah. right? I mean, no no one, um, even if you go to work, right? Even if you have a job that you have to show up at 7 a.m. for, you're still choosing that job, it, assuming you're in a free country. Assuming you're in a free country where there's freedom of choice and there's some sort of government infrastructure, like, again, assuming if you're listening to this podcast right now, most likely you're in a country where you can choose to work or not. You can choose to lift or not. You can choose to exercise or not. And I understand there's extenuating circumstances. Don't get me wrong. I remember, you want to know, I'll share this very briefly. At the beginning of COVID, it was so weird for me. Because it was the, the one time where I really felt like I actually can't improve my physique. Mm. It was the one time where it was like, and I still talk about it all the time. That really messed me up. And it's here's the part that is my fault. I tried to go right back. When the gyms opened, I tried to go right back to lifting the same amount of weight. I got injured. Mm. Didn't go to physical therapy. And then got injured again and again. And, and here I, I, I'm telling you, COVID is one of the only quote-unquote valid excuses and it's still not valid because I was working out in my closet doing chin-ups because I couldn't find another way to stay in shape and I'll never forget this I was I was at the lake and I said honestly I'm so disappointed this bothers me so much um I just feel like I'm losing progress I'm losing muscle mass I'm losing strength I'm, and I remember um someone I was with was like frustrated with me they're like, you're in the best shape out of anyone here. Like, why are you being like this? And I'm like, I'm not trying to be unkind. Like, I'm I'm telling you, if you saw me two years ago, you'd understand this is not good for me. This is not progress for me. And and again, I understand. They're they're insecure and they're it is all good. But this ownership thing, I'm still that was the one time, Kev, where I really had a hard time taking full ownership. Yeah. I still to this day, I don't know if it's fully on me. I couldn't go to the gym. But, yeah, but I feel like you're creative. Like you could have come up with I, other ways. I could have. Yeah, that's like that for you at least. That's where my mind goes. Like, yeah, go. Isn't that interesting? Lift some rocks. Like that's. I the know. Type of stuff I honestly should anyway. have. I know. You know? But, but that has been hard for me because it's like, what else was I supposed to do? Understandable. And, and again, I, I want to be vulnerable with the listeners. I still know it's my fault. Even that that conversation we just had with Kevin and I, I have that conversation with myself mm. every day. 
When you believe in yourself, it is your responsibility. Are you doing all you can with all that you have? That's it. That's the question. And if the answer is no, then it's on you. And I realize that that's unbelievably difficult, but it it is going to, you're going to be better off. And, you know, I asked a client earlier today, I was on the phone. Um, she has three identities and, and I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of this, but in my coaching, we do a lot of identity work. So I said, these are your top three identities, true or false mother. Number one, peak performer. Number two, number three, business owner. I was just on the phone with her earlier. She said, yeah. And I said, I love that syntax. It's a very healthy syntax order. It's a very healthy order. And the reason why is because if you put mother last, I bet you you'd regret that later. Mm. So mother, peak performer, business owner in that order. And I said, are there any other identities that you want to embody and be world-class at? And she said, no. I said, okay, good. And honestly, you shouldn't try more than that because you're, you're going to need these three. So anyways, um, I asked her zero to 10, where are you at in each of them? Zero to 10, 10 in this scale is you're the best mother you've ever been. Just go with your intuition, go with your spiritual self, go with your mind, body, heart, and soul. Zero to 10. She said seven. I said, perfect, seven. She said, yeah, at the beginning, before I had a business, I was a better mom. I was just around more. Mm. Totally okay. Of course, obviously, right? Now you own own this huge business, right? Obviously. Okay, so she gave me a seven. I say, what's the most important improvement? What's one thing we can shift to make it a little better? And we go to peak performer. She said 10. Best I've ever been. Awesome. And which I already knew because she's crushing. Business owner, same deal. 10 out of 10. We don't give 10, so she gave 9.9. But here's my point. She's doing all she can with all she has in two of the three areas. She's not giving all she can as a mother and she knows it. It's based on her own standards. It's based on her own belief. I can't tell her what she should be doing. I don't do that. I ask her where her standards are and if she's meeting them. And I think that that's hopefully the conversation everyone can have with themselves. Are you maximizing what this life is that you're given are you doing all you can with all you have based on the level of belief that you have and if you can say wholeheartedly without ego the answer is yes then hell yeah and even if you can't it's better to know it now right right like do you want to know there's a hole in the boat or do you not want to know it's not empowering to say no there's no hole in the boat like it's just the water's just coming up it's like that's not serving anybody well that's that's the ignorance is bliss thing it's temporarily serving you but when the boat sinks you'll wish you knew right Right, which makes it super hard. All right, we got to go because you have a call. And I want to oh make sure you- Oh my God, that's a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. I got you, I got you. Thank you, uh, Next, Elva Nation, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group and you are looking for a community of like-minded individuals who have similar core values, similar core beliefs, similar core aspirations, and you actually want to feel confident talking about your dreams, your goals, and all those things that maybe you're afraid to talk about around certain people, please join our private Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Tomorrow, for episode number- 1,290. I couldn't figure out how to say that. I don't have a title yet because we're Jeffing. So it's going to be an episode. (laughs) It'll be us. We'll both be here and it will be valuable. That I can assure you. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Go do great things. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. 
Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.